you noticed, you only hear one voice on the podcast today, and that is because this is a super secret special edition of the podcast. From the couple who put the Chris in Chris Kringle, the K2 Studios proudly presents a Christmas extravaganza. Brought to you by the world famous Chris and Christine Show. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for being here with me today. I am Christine of the world famous Chris and Christine Show. And you are here for a very special Christmas episode, episode 155. If you noticed, you only hear one voice on the podcast today, and that is because this is a super secret special edition of the podcast that I am recording without Chris's knowledge. He's going to be so shocked when he hears this on Christmas morning. It is my big surprise to him. So Merry Christmas, honey. I don't know if you know this about my husband, but he is a podcast fanatic. Like there are people that love podcasts and there are people that listen to podcasts and there are people that, uh, you know, like to research podcasts. And then you have all three of those wrapped up into one amplified by 1 million times. And then you have close to who my husband is. So if this is your first time listening, the Chris and Christine show is normally a co-hosted podcast with myself, Christine, and my husband, Chris, who is also the host of Podtastic Audio. And you can find all about us at chrisandchristineshow.com. You can find him also on Podtastic Audio on Instagram, where he posts great stuff. And on Twitter, he's a Twitter fiend. And uh, we normally, we record this episode together every single week. And, you know, being that this is episode 150. 155? You know what? Now here, I don't even know. I might have even said it wrong. Episode 155. You know, I've just been reflecting so much on what this podcast is and what it means to us as a couple and what it means to the people in our lives. And so this episode, I'm going to dedicate to a little walk down memory lane of the Chris and Christine show from my perspective. Uh, When I ask Chris lots of things about like, oh, well, what is it that you want for Christmas, honey? What is it that you are interested in? What is it that I can get you that you would love? It's always about podcasting. And I have been like racking my brain. So here's a little clue. I did shopping for him. I got him all of these gifts that I think that he's going to love. But as I really started to think about like, what is an excellent gift that I can give to my husband? The answer was like staring me right in front of the face. And it is to create an episode dedicated just to him where I talk all about about him and all about the wonderful things that he does. And so that's what this episode is here on Christmas Day. So we are going to kick it off with the little story of how the Chris and Christine show came to be. So if you have been following along on this journey with us, we have actually been up and running for about three and a half years on this podcast. And you know, we joke about how we started this, this podcast all the time because it really came about as Chris got this gaming headset. 
set from one of our boys. We were dating at the time and it was from his middle child who was using this. Um, it's like one of those headsets that has, I don't know, I call it like the telemarketer headsets where you're able to um, like talk into the little microphone that goes in front of your mouth and then you have the little headphones. But little history about Chris is that he used to be in college radio. Now, I didn't know him back then, um, but rumors are that he ran or had an, a show on the college radio show where he was going to school and he would like have mixtapes and all of that. And he always wanted to become a radio DJ. And so I don't know if you've ever had that experience where you've had this dream when you were younger and then, you know, life gets crazy and it just kind of gets away from you and you grow up and, you know, then you get a job and you get married, you have kids, and that dream seems to get further and further away. Well, one of the things that I love about Chris is that he has told me many times that when we started dating and he saw me chasing after my dreams, I was getting my doctorate when we first got together, that it made him a lot more eager to start exploring things that were interest to him and things that he dreamt about and goals that he had for his life. And so enter in this podcasting gaming headset from Jacob, who's now our 12-year-old, but at the time, I think it was about like eight and a half. And Chris was playing around with it. And I remember I was like, I was at the house. I think I was like sitting on the bed because in our old house while we were dating, like on the weekends, I would just come and hang out over at the house because he worked nights during the week and I worked days during the week. And so we really only saw each other on Saturday afternoons and Sundays and uh, Monday evenings uh, for dinner before he started his work week. And so I remember him sitting there at this uh, little, well, it's the same desk that we use right now, but he was sitting at this desk in front of this ancient dinosaur computer that he had and he plugged in this little kid gaming headset and all I heard was hello hello can anybody hear me and he kept make, making all of these little like phrases and he, he was trying to record himself and he got so excited when he finally figured out how to make it work and recorded just a couple of minutes and I can't even remember what he talked about on that first little snippet because it wasn't a real episode but he was like oh my gosh I think that I can make a podcast with this. And he just got so excited. And it was like a little kid in a candy store. And he was like, I think I can do this. And he started to do all kinds of research. And if you have ever met Chris in person, then you know that once he gets an idea in mind, he, it's like a dog with a bone, like he will relentlessly research and figure out and problem solve and like try and determine what's going to work, what's not going to work. And then and he practices and he constantly has this continuous improvement mindset. So he's trying to get better all the time. And so you know, he was playing with this headset that he used from Jacob. And he's like, well, let me order one for myself. And he ordered one. And then he started doing research into different types of microphones. And he got us these little cheapy microphones. I think that they were like maybe $15 or $25. And <laughs> this, okay, this is the funniest conversation. So he knew he wanted to do a podcast. We had been dating for 
Um, just over a year at this time. So we had just passed the one year mark. It was August. We'd started dating in June of the year before. And he was having this conversation with me. And I think we were just like at dinner, like having dinner or something. And he's like, you know, I think I want to start a podcast. And I was just kind of half listening. And I was like, oh, really? Um, okay. What do you want your podcast to be about? And he's like, you know, I don't know. Like, I think it'd be really good to have a co-host on the podcast, but you know, I don't know who I could have as a co-host on the podcast because you know, nobody really wants to listen to a long podcast episode with just one voice, you know, aka spoiler alert, like I'm doing right now. And he was like, you know, I think it would be really good like to have banter and to have conversation about topic. And I was like, well, you know, who are you thinking? Like, do you have any friends that you might reach out to? And I knew like I am a smart cookie. And so I was listening to him and I'm like, okay, He's trying to work up the ner- the nerve to ask me to do this with him. And what am I going to say? Am I going to say no? And he's like, well, you know, I was thinking it could be really fun if we do this podcast together. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am so overwhelmed right now with work and with school and traveling back and forth to see my son. Like there is no way that I'm going to be able to do this. I like I don't know if I can commit to it. And, you know, he's going to want me to do it all the time and it's going to be so much work. And I was saying all of this, but then I remembered like there's this guy that I really, really like and I love him and he's really excited about this and he doesn't really have hobbies that he's involved with other than, you know, washing his sports car. So, you know, what if I just gave it a shot and I did it with him? And so I remember that first podcast episode, we went back and forth. And if you know anything about Chris and I, we bicker a little bit. You know, we have creative conflict. We have two different ways of coming at different topics. And so we stormed a little bit through trying to figure out what the topics were going to be for that first episode. And um, I remember we came up with um, talking about the impossible Whopper. And then we were talking about people using Bitmojis on their resumes when they applied for jobs. And so we ended up coming up with that title of episode one, and it was Beef and Bitmojis. And we recorded it. And oh my gosh, it took a long time. We didn't know what we were doing. He had done a lot of research, but I was clueless. I just thought that I could just, you know, get on the microphone and start talking and that everything would work out. But then we had to pause and re-record. And here's the really funny thing. If you listen back to that first episode, which you're going to die laughing if you listen to it, is we, with our headsets that we had, we didn't know that there's a thing called latency. And so what happens is as you're talking into the headset, if you're talking into the microphone and you're you're waiting to hear yourself coming through the heads, headphones, then uh, there's a slight delay. And so you would hear us talking like this because we couldn't hear ourselves in real time. And it was so funny because we were, I don't know, it almost sounds like we're like drunk or slurring our speech or something like that. And um we listen back to it now and we're like, oh my gosh, what were we doing? That was so, that was so crazy. Like, I can't believe we sounded that bad. But we finished that episode and Chris stayed up until 
oh gosh, I think it was like, maybe it was like 1.30 or 2 in the morning. And it took him hours and hours and hours to edit. And that was because he wanted to do such a good job. And so there was a lot of um, background noise because we didn't know how to eliminate echoes in the room. There was a lot of like bumping into the microphone and stuff like that. And then there was different uh, picking up ums and picking up all different types of sounds in the room. And he was trying to get it just perfect and slicing it up. And I remember he was doing all of that. And I was like, I just want to like take a nap. I want to go to sleep. I want to go home. And he's like, just stay with me. Just stay with me. And so I stayed with him until he got it done. And then he's like, well, what are we going to do for the artwork for our show? And what are we going to do to like put up on, we were using um, SoundCloud at the time, who was still our host. I think he's going to have to tell me if I'm wrong on that. But we were using SoundCloud and he's like, we can put up a little image, but you know, all of these other people, they have this podcast artwork. What are we going to do? And I was like, well, why don't we use the Bitmojis? We just talked about Beef and Bitmojis. Let me create a a logo for us. And it'll be kind of funny because it goes along with this idea of like the Beef and Bitmojis. And so I came up with the episode artwork and it was so adorable. We still use the same one to this day. So we worked on that one. Um, It took us a couple of hours to get it perfect how we wanted it, but we still use that very same artwork from that very first episode. We've done a couple of little revisions to it, but it stayed with us for the long haul. Um, And so that was when the Chris and Christine show was born. And that was in August of 2019, 2018, I think. Um, I lose track of the years. I'm pretty sure it was 2019. Um, And then, you know, we recorded our next couple of episodes and we had a lot of fun and it it took a lot of work. And so we were just like trying to figure out what our rhythm was because when I started with Chris, I had told him, hey, I will do this with you like once a month. That's what I can commit to because of my school schedule and everything else. Uh, But as you know, my husband is very determined. And so he kind of wore me down. So it was first we started, I said it was going to be once a month. And then he was like, well, let's do it every other week and see how it goes. And that was like, we put our first episode out. I think it was on a Sunday. And um, then I started telling my friends about it. And he's like, okay, well, we can do another one in maybe like two more weeks. But then we got so many listeners that first week that the bug had bit him and he was like, okay, we've got to do this every week. And so that is when it began and it became intense, but it was really fun. And um, our first couple of episodes, we did some lists, we did some uh, articles that we talked about. um, And then our big episode was when we went... um, during episode, right before episode five, we went to the iHeartRadio Music Festival in Las Vegas. Okay. So at this point, Chris and I had been dating for a month or sorry, a year and two months, a year and three months. And uh, a little known fact is that he had taken me shopping about a week and a half before we went to Las Vegas for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. And he had bought me an engagement ring. So I love this story because it just kind of goes to 
tell you the kind of guy that he is. So um, it was a Sunday and it was Labor Day weekend. And, you know, we'd been getting pretty serious. We'd been dating for over a year. We knew we loved each other. We knew we wanted to stay together. And um, Sunday morning came around and I had just kind of been hinting around that I was ready for us to like take the next step. And so Chris knew it was Labor Day weekend and he was like, uh, why don't we go to the mall today? And I was like, well, what do you want to do at the mall? It's a holiday weekend. It might be kind of busy. He's like, well, there's always like really good deals at the mall on the holiday weekends, right? And I was like, yeah, I think so. And he's like, well, you know, why don't we go ring shopping? And I was like, what? we're going ring shopping. And he did. He took me and we had Jacob and Mason with us. Ezekiel wasn't with us that weekend. But he took me ring shopping and we went to the jewelry store. We went to Daniel's Jewelers here in uh, East County, San Diego. And I I always grew up in a household where you just be very grateful for whatever you're gifted and to not be greedy. And so when we went to this to this jewelry store looking at rings, I didn't have any specific type of ring in mind that I wanted. I knew a kind of style that I was drawn toward, but honestly, he could have put a twisty tie on my finger and I would have been super happy with it. And so um, he took me, we had lunch right before and we went to Daniel's Jewelers and we sat down and we started looking at the different rings. And um, I was like, I stayed over to the side. So if you look at a jewelry store, a lot of times they'll have the cabinets where it's like less expensive rings to the very expensive rings. And it goes like the less expensive are like on the left side. And then it goes like more and more and more and more expensive. And so I started out in the really small cabinet and Chris was like, we're not getting any of those. And so he like scooted me over to the next little display case. And I was looking and I picked out some different rings and he was picking some out for me to try on. And uh, I found one and it was really pretty. And I knew that there was a sale going on. And again, I was just trying to be very respectful because I didn't want to ask for anything that was super expensive because I knew that we were both single parents coming into this and I didn't need some large and expensive ring to prove that he loved me. And so I um, I looked at this ring and the girl pulled it out and I put it on and I really liked it. It was really pretty. And Chris, he said, he was so funny. He's like, um, so what do you think about that ring? And I said, oh, it's really nice. Just like this. I said, oh, it's really nice. And he's like, really nice? You don't feel any other way about it? I was like, no, it's really pretty. And he's like, okay, I know you better than that. You're saying it's really nice and it's really pretty. Like, are you in love with this ring or not? And I was like, I would really love to wear this just like this. And he's like, okay, I know you well enough to know that you're not like obsessed with this ring. And he said, like, here's the deal. I'm going to get you something that you're going to be satisfied with for the rest of your life. And he said, I don't like doing these things where some of these girls are like, oh, well, I'll upgrade my ring in a year. He's like, if I'm buying you a ring right now, I want it to be the one that you wear for the rest of your life. And I was like, well, this is really beautiful. I would be really honored to wear this ring. I would love this ring. And he says the magic words. He's like, but are you obsessed with it? And I just started laughing. I was like, I could be obsessed with it. Yeah, I really like it. And he's like, okay, but you're not obsessed with it right now. So it's a no. And I was like, I felt really bad because I really wanted to find a ring. I just didn't quite like fall in love with a specific style right then. Um, and then Chris is sitting right next to me and he leans over. He leans over and he starts looking at the more expensive rings in the next cabinet over. And I'm thinking like, oh, you don't need to do this. Like I'm I'm just fine with these rings right here. And he leans over and he points at a ring and he says to the girl, 
I want to see that one right there. And she pulls the ring out and it is like the most perfect ring I've ever seen and so gorgeous and 100% me. And he had me try it on and it was my exact size. And it just helped that it also was on a sale. So I felt like we got a good deal. But okay, so the long story short is we ended up walking out of the jewelry store and he purchased the engagement ring that day, but I didn't get it that day. And so he held on to it. We went back to the house to, we were going to record our podcast episode that day. And he stuck it in a cabinet and he showed me exactly where it was. He's like, it's going to sit right here until it's ready to go on your finger. And so every time we would hang out for the next couple of weeks, uh, I was just like, I wonder if he's going to do it now. I wonder if he's going to do it now. Uh, wonder if I am going to, you know, be engaged at the end of this weekend. And so I was constantly thinking that it was going to happen now. And so we ended up going, he had the ring, the ring was put away and we got ready um, and we were flying to the iHeartRadio Music Festival. So we were going to fly in. Um, He had to work the night before. So we chose to leave um, Saturday midday and we were flying out and then we were going to fly home on Sunday. And we'd planned a fun weekend where we were going to the music festival on Saturday. We were staying at the Rio um, Hotel, which is um, just off of the strip. And then the next day on Sunday, there was um, the show Wicked, the Broadway musical Wicked was on tour in Vegas. And so I told him like, I really wanted to go see Wicked. So I paid for the Wicked tickets. He got us the music festival tickets. And I was like, it's going to happen this weekend. I did what every girl does, which is like, I asked him, I was like, okay, what do I need to pack? Do I need to be prepared for anything special? And in my mind, I'm like telepathically communicating to him, like propose this weekend. This is the perfect moment. We're going to have all of this fun time together. Like I thought I was sending him the wavelengths and I kept saying like, do I need to plan for like a fancy dinner? Is anything special going to happen this weekend? And I think he finally got the clue and he looked at me, he goes, nothing's going to happen this weekend. Like we're just going to go to the music festival and we're going to go see the musical and then we'll come home. And I was like, he says that, you know, I'm a girl, ladies out there, you're listening. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I was um, like, oh, he's totally going to propose. Like he's trying to just like not get me excited about it. He's going to propose and I'm going to be so cute all weekend long. I went shopping for new clothes, even though he was very clearly telling me he wasn't proposing. And so I like did my hair super cute. I went and I got it done before we flew out out for Vegas. I got it done, um, styled that morning and then had a new outfit. And we went to the music festival. We took all these cute photos and we saw amazing music artists. And then that night came and went and nothing happened. And then the next day we got up and we got ready. We went, we had brunch and then we went and we saw Wicked and nothing happened. And then we went back to the hotel and we got our bags and we headed over to the airport and nothing happened. And I was so devastated. I was like, is this guy just going to hold on to this ring forever? Is it ever going to make its way onto my finger? Like, am I ever going to get to say that I'm the future uh, Mrs. Chris and Christine show podcast? Or is it just we're going to be dating forever? So, so we came home and I'm not going to lie, everybody, I was pouting. I really was. And he's like, what's your problem? And then the next day um, we were home on Monday and he's like, you're in such a funk. Like we had such a great weekend. What's your problem? And we went to dinner with his um, his aunt was in town from back east and his mom and dad were there. And um, he was just like, you know, I was fine during dinner. And then we came back and we got ready to podcast. And I had to sit in this chair that was facing the cabinet where the ring was. And he's like, what's your problem? 
And I was like, I don't know. I guess I just thought that maybe you were going to propose this weekend. And I just like every time I sit down to do the podcast, I just like I see that cabinet and I I wonder like, are we actually ever going to get engaged? And he started laughing. I was like, don't laugh at me. And I was like about to cry. And I was like, I know it's so it seems so ridiculous. It seems so dumb. And we were just getting ready to start episode number five. And he just like started scratching his head. And then out of nowhere, he like goes over to the cabinet and he grabs the ring and then he comes over to me and then he like gets down on his knee to propose me to me and I was like no not right now like I don't want you to do it because I was pouting and he was like I have wanted to do this every minute since I bought this ring for you but I've been trying to figure out like the absolute perfect moment and I just can't figure out he told me this and it made me cry he's like I wanted to make it as special as you make me feel and I just haven't been able to figure it out and so what better way than while we're podcasting and doing a thing that we love together. And so like we started crying and he put the ring on my finger. And so we officially got engaged right before we recorded the fifth episode of our podcast. And we've talked about this before. But if you listen to that episode, we make a couple of little inside jokes because what we had committed to was that we were not going to say anything about us actually getting engaged on the podcast until we could share it first with our own children and then share it with our family so that they all knew before the whole rest of the world knew. Uh, But that is one of the special things about our podcast is that we have been recording episodes during different really high highs and other really low lows during our relationship. And, you know, there's been guests that we've recorded that have helped us work through, you know, relationship challenges, parenting challenges. Um, There's times when we've had to talk through really hard stuff, like when I was going through my really serious battle um, recovering from COVID and then when Chris was sick and then also, you know, just the uncertainty of the pandemic. And um, it's really interesting at the timing that we started this podcast because, you know, starting it when we did in August of 2019, we had no idea, like nobody else in the world had any idea how much our world was going to change just, you know, six, seven months later when the whole world shut down. And so, you know, here we had just gotten engaged. We had decided we weren't going to set a date right away. We were just enjoying being engaged. And then, you you know, one day Chris is like, well, let's set a date. And so we did and we started planning our wedding. And then the pandemic hit. And um, Chris and I had moved in together right after we got engaged because um, that was something that I didn't want to do is moved, move in together unless we were modeling for our kids that we were in a committed long-term relationship. And so uh, fortunately for me, I had moved in with Chris and that was in December of 2019. Uh, and we had no idea that the world was going to shut down in March. And we're just so grateful that we were able to be together during that time Otherwise, I would have been stuck at my own place and he would have been stuck at his own place and not seeing each other. And so uh, what we discovered during the pandemic was that podcasts is how the world continued to communicate with each other. So there was a lot of podcasts that started to pop up all over. Um, Chris was able to start getting us some great guests from all over the world. And we really started to build these friendships and connections with different people that we may have never met before, all because 
the world was trying to figure out how to just keep functioning. And so we consistently podcasted through the pandemic, um, taking only a few breaks like the weekend that we got married. Sometimes we'll take a break around a holiday weekend and things like that. But for the most part, we are pretty consistent with recording and it's allowed us to really document our relationship, the growth of our family, um, and we try to bring in different types of memories. And so when we are feeling nostalgic, you know, some people look back at old home videos, some people go back and they, you know, talk about the good old days and read books and look at photo albums and things like that. But Chris and I listen to episodes of our podcast. And so one thing that I know about him is that with this specific episode that he is most likely going to be our most frequent listener to this episode because he typically listens to each of our episodes, I don't know, anywhere from three to five times a week. Uh, He tells me that when he's away at night and he's working, that it gives him an opportunity to hear my voice and to think about me and to think of everything that we've gone through. And so I really wanted to just hop on here on this Christmas day and gift my sweet husband this episode to tell him how grateful I am for him that he took a risk to chase his dreams and to learn how to do something new and to launch into the world of podcasting Um, and really walking in blindly, not really having any expertise. And now just wanted to tell him how proud I am of him that, you know, here we are, episode 155 of the Chris and Christine show. He's taught me so much about podcasting that I could figure out without even telling him how to get on to clean feed and to record this episode myself. And then I'll be popping it in to edit in audacity. Um, I may need to get some of my own intro music to create. Um, But he's taught me enough from watching him that I wanted to gift putting this entire episode together for him. And so, um, Chris, the world is so appreciative to you for putting out the Chris and Christine show every week. And also, I know so many independent podcasters are so grateful for you for what you do for Podtastic Audio. We're super excited for you with your new business and your new projects that you've launched into with audio engineering. And I just want to say that even when I bicker with you, even when I pretend that, you know, podcasting is driving me crazy, or, you know, when we argue over content or or whatever, that I still am so grateful that we have this wonderful document of audio history that we can trace the the different patterns of our relationship and all of these different memories that we've had and the memories that we've had with our children, how you've pulled our families into it so that we could hear, you know, stories from our parents at the different holidays. And so I just wanted to give back to you a gift that you've given to the world over and over again. And honey, Merry Christmas. I hope that you enjoy your very special Christmas gift. Episode 155 is dedicated to you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> 